play it back and listen to it somewhere else. And you will be disgusted. And welcome back to Refactored, another uh, rousing discussion. God, I totally botched this opening, but that's okay Bombs. because we're here to help to try and suck a little less every day. And sometimes we take a step back to take a step, <laughs> two steps forward or something like that. <laughs> My name is Frank Cole. My name is Chris Tonkinson. And today is April Fools, April 1st, 2021, episode 016. Man. This Maybe intro that's my is a April joke Fool's intro. Us. That was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Man. 100%. Wow. But that's okay. I think we got inside, I think we got inside our own head there uh, talking about it's gates and compressors and because, stuff. Before. Well, we started. I, we need to set a rule, I think, because we start. We literally start the show just. Like I get on the phone with you before, you know, we set. So, so the insider we start baseball, talking we about five minutes before, before we actually, actually hit start record. recording. Right. Problem. Because because we, we didn't used to do that. Well, no, I mean, we're not we don't try to do that. This is actually I have been cognizant of this with every single episode that we have recorded is the fact that, OK, I'm, we got to we got to start the session. So we we set up our mm -hmm. our, our our connection. And of course, yeah. you know, introductions and things like that. And, you know, banter starts. And I'm always thinking about, okay, don't, okay, stop talking. This is, we need to record this. This is part of the show. And you just, yeah. Just, and you get in your stop. own head and you, and you start doing that. Because <laughs> so then we start, we start talking, we start teasing one another, and we start all, being and, jerks, and then, classic, and then we have to, and then we have to pretend gold. to reset. Well, right. Yeah, and it's gold it's, and we don't want to, yeah. Like we start saying this, no, stop. I want this for the show. So let me record. Yeah. Good, good God. Yeah. Maybe I should just start, maybe I should just start recording the instant that we're on and then i could always go back and post and you know set the yeah. set the intro and and all that fun stuff and yeah, more, anyway more posts though who wants more posts, well i don't i know? don't want it but you know last week you gave me plenty of it so it was uh it was, it was it's yeah, fine oh, oh i it's, sounded like garbage it's fine so, yeah <laughs> no, I sounded like garbage no, last week. no no <laughs> No, I meant Maybe. I meant the quality of my sound, not the things I was saying, Frank. What? You know this. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, the, yeah, right, right. Yeah, that's, that, that, that's, yes. yeah, that, yeah, that's that's exactly what I was thinking of <laughs> when you said that. <laughs> that's yes, we are talking about the same thing yeah. and have been. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Who let you back in the house? You're too low. It's too I low. I was too low. I was too you got, low. You got you to gotta boost that one. You got to boost that up. Right, so I fit. Wait a minute. You might want to leave the soundboard to the professionals. You might want to leave this to the professionals. This is, a, this, a is a, this is an official April Fool's episode. This is totally so, off the rails. We are we are 30. We are three minutes and 18 seconds into this, and this is already sideways. But go ahead. So, so I was about 30 decibels too low on the fail horn. <laughs> that yes, is on the joke in and of itself. <laughs> I can't even do that right. That today. is that is so much meta. That is just so That's much awesome. meta. Oh my! Yeah, I deserve. I deserve you should, that. Right you should there. just you should just leave the soundboards to the professionals. Mm. But the other I challenge should. is you're going to be the problem with you having. So now we got. Wait a minute. Now we got to hire a professional to join <laughs> the show. <laughs> 
I don't have the money for that, Frank. <laughs> I spend all my time talking to you. <laughs> The 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 pro, I I say the problem with you having a cell. There's not a problem with you having a cell, but the technical challenge with our current setup of you having a soundboard is the fact that I have a single stream of you coming in. Whereas on my end, since I'm the one capturing, I've got isolated streams for myself. I got an isolated stream for the soundboard, and then you. So and then I'm on a separate third you're track. You're on and a that's, third track. Yeah, and since you're doing the auto production, that does present a problem. So that's actually why I've been. Um, I've had to local? apologize to people. Yeah, I've had to apologize to people over the past couple of weeks because I've been setting up you know, audio cables and voice meter and, and a cart wall, all this kind of garbage. Mm-hmm. And it's messed with my local settings. There's a, there have been a couple of meetings where it takes me a few minutes to figure out, OK, what link in the chain broke this morning that right. resulted in in people not being able to hear me or things being fuzzy or whatever. And so. Um, I've been setting all this up in part. I've wanted to do this for a long time, but uh, in part with this, I've been doing it so that I can do local recording of me separate from the 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 jingles. That right. way I can send you that and you can post all four tracks together as a cohesive unit. It might might improve the well, quality. Well, you could have the raw well, whatever I the- did last week. I rolled back a couple of the newer things I put in last week because whatever I did, it was wrong. (laughs) Okay, so before we go, I want to dig into this a little bit because it is a fun topic. And interestingly, I have found that this is a fun topic to talk about at work uh, with my coworkers. And so so to perhaps for anyone who's listening that thinks, oh, these guys are going to talk audio. I don't care about audio. I want to hear, you know, topic stuff. No, this is actually topical and relevant because you and I may be doing a podcast now. But the interesting thing is. We both got 90% of the equipment that we're using now. We bought this almost 10 years almost ago. Almost a decade ago. Almost yeah. a decade ago. We've been doing 20, this. 2013. Right. Say. And we weren't podcasting back then. So I've, I have no. told this story several times now recently, mostly because of COVID and quarantine. So we've been remote for, I've been remote for over a decade. You are almost as much. And we made the decision when we started Forge Software, when we were doing our own software development firm that we would spend some time and money investing in audio equipment because we were a remote first setup. We were both working out of our houses. We didn't have the money to travel. In, in, 20, we, thir- in 2013, kids, this yep. was way pre-COVID. Pre-COVID, uh, before it was yeah. cool. This is hipster and level I've actually, remote. <laughs> yeah, and what happened, uh, I, may, I may have been the one to initiate it because we had, so back in the day, our workflow, we talked about this before with like Skype and HipChat and all that kind of stuff. We talked those, a little bit about the, the good old days. We talked about the tools. The yeah. good old days. Yeah, this was during the five minutes where we had everything we wanted. What we would do, this was our internal, <laughs> this is like how the sausage is made. What we would do is as a remote ISV, independent software vendor, the two of us, uh, I was in Philly at the time. You may have already been in state I was already college, in state whatever college. the case. Yeah, <clears throat> I was already up here. Uh, it was just us in our basements and our cats. Uh, we would, when we had a call with a, a client or a vendor or a partner, anybody, we would Skype so that we could see each other and have video. And then one of us would use Skype's like dialing thing to bring in the third party. So we always had video so we could see each other mm-hmm. and hand motion, do like the, hey, guy, shut up thing. Um, uh, you're going we to you're gonna the axe the deal. Don't <laughs> nuke the deal. You're shut screwing your damn this, mouth. screw this up you're for me. You're screwing it up. <laughs> I want to eat next week. <laughs> Shut up. Um, and so we would so so we would have the visual and then we'd we'd phone dial the the third party in. Right. 
And then we had, I think, two or three, I don't know if they were clients or vendors, it didn't matter, two or three other people in a week made a comment, I think directed at me, hey, Chris, you, Audie, I can't either, I can't hear you, you sound like you're underwater, you're talking through a can. It was, And it was enough to make me think, hey, like from a, from a branding and image standpoint, mm-hmm. this is not a good look. And so I went looking and you know, in the audio space, it's pretty, it's pretty quick to spend a ton of money that you don't need to spend. (laughs) And so what I've learned over the years, you can buy a $10 product and it'll sound like a $10 product. You spend a hundred bucks, maybe just using ballpark figures and you get an immense ROI for that extra money. You really get value returned on that extra money. And then you can spend $3,000 and once you send that same signal through Zoom or Skype or Teams, it sounds the same as the hundred dollar equipment. So I think that first that first like hundred bucks you spend is the most meaningful from an mm-hmm. AV standpoint. So I think we both we both got uh, uh, blue Yetis. We both well we had we were both using Bose Quiet Comforts um, for years. You actually introduced me to those. Oh, man, um, yes, back I, I, in I don't know two thousand six or something. Yeah, it was way way back when when they first started yeah. traveling. They were first sort of out on the market, and of course, like everyone else, I bought them because the airplane uh, noise yeah, cancellation and that's, was just yeah. You tried to you tried to sell me on the plane noise, and I just liked it to bring down the office din. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know, oh they're working. great for that too. But I mean, yeah, the, oh, the, fantastic. the OG fantastic. noise canceling, especially in a, in an office mm-hmm. and or uh plane setting, I still wear them on the, on the plane. I know there's new, new noise canceling things and I probably yeah. look like an old fuddy duddy, but you know, they work. Yeah. They're good. Yeah. So, yeah. So cool. anyway, we spent, we spent just a few bucks on that equipment, like almost a decade ago and I've, we've had it ever since. Mm-hmm. Um, this is yep. before podcasting was cool. And I still get, I got a comment. But yesterday, yesterday afternoon, not even 24 hours ago, all the time. uh, Oh, yo, what are you, some kind of radio DJ? You some kind of (laughs) podcast? You're a pilot. What are you doing over there? And, you know. But anyway, so the reason that we bought the equipment wasn't just because you sounded like ass, because you did and you do. Yeah. But you sound less ass now because of said microphone. And. 43 percent less in fact oh okay we did the scientifically validated okay yes all right so the results are in it not only that it it was it's the impression that you leave on the client one of the things that we talk about with my team today is the client you know a year from now the client won't remember a thing about the work that you did they won't remember the actual work they'll remember how you made them feel and the impression so so the audio equipment the audio quality the t- the fact that you it is overt i talk to my engineers like i'm always encouraging them buy a good microphone and when you do make sure it's on the camera make sure that the client can see yeah. it so that they see that you put the time and the money and the effort into it and that becomes memorable and noteworthy and it makes you stick out and so it is the it's the digital era equivalent of going into a new client and wearing really a a, nice suit really a nice suit or if you're on the west coast you know really nice threads because they don't wear suits out there um but just you know that that extra effort it's that that little bit of that little bit of or or a realtor having a nice car because basically Mm -hmm. their car is their office and it's it's this subtle it's it's a few things at the same time it is that subtle psychological well if they take this really seriously then you know they must Correct. be serious. Yep. It's also yep. um it's it's also the icebreaker because people yes. will instantly yes and at, because what's happened in the last year is I have started I've gone camera on all the time internal external I don't care me too um 
I, I have been Cameron and I have driven my team. I have pressured my team. Everybody on the team, we're on a call. We use the video camera. Everybody knows this. And we're even starting to peer pressure other people in the organization. It's now the joke. If Chris is there, everybody feels peer pressure to turn their camera on. And it's great. And I love yes, it. Yes, I love it. That is I fantastic. <laughs> and so, uh, but what started, you know, a year ago with COVID is now I used to not have it on for third party calls, you know, clients and vendors. Now it's it's just on. And that's my pipe. If, if and my my thought is, if I was in the office, you'd be seeing me anyway. So why should this be any different? Mm -hmm. um, and so but what I've noticed with with clients and vendors, it's that icebreaker because they immediately latch on to it because it's something I have to it, talk I about it. Yeah. Intentionally in the camera shot, just yep. because I want it a specific distance from my mouth for best, best quality. That's right. Uh, but then it also makes it obvious that it's this big honking thing right there. And it also makes it obvious that it's on a shock mount. And so uh -huh. and with the headphones, the whole thing, um, I get the and I have my office background. I have a bookshelf and a, a chair and I have a world map thing. And, you know, it's uh, I, I craft my my image, if you if you will. Um, yeah, you spend some you spend some time on yeah. it. And that's and that's another yeah. thing that we talk to people about too is the is the the background and what they can what they can see in the background. Um and if you I mean, you don't need to have a fancy a fancy room. You've got a decent background. I have a better background than you, obviously. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, you would say that. I mean, clearly, I mean, this is this is this is fundamental. You have I mean, your you have your, your fainting couch. I have yeah, I have my my therapy couch. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> therapy couch. That's what that's what my coworkers call it. They call it the therapy couch. <laughs> therapy couch. <laughs> um, but you don't have to have a nice room, even or even a room. No. If you if you don't have that, turn the desk around so the so that your back is to a wall and even close. I mean, just enough room for yeah. you to move the chair in and out, and then put a picture on the wall. Put a flower in the back. It doesn't need to be much. You just need it to be yeah. clean. That's two, it. Two points on that. Number one, don't use a virtual background. <laughs> they just look, unless you actually have proper lighting and a green yeah. screen, yeah. do not use a virtual background, particularly if you use over the ear headphones, because it makes it really obvious. The gap between your hair and the, the headphones is not, it, it will not go through and it just looks awful. Well, you're not hiding anything from anybody. We know you're at home, pal. Well, like it's not a big deal. <laughs> I mean, everybody knows that. But caveat, caveat: if you actually have a green screen, because you can actually buy these now. There's a, a yeah. huge menagerie of them right on Amazon. They'll ship them right to your house. You can get the ones that are draped over uh, over a, a stand. You can get the ones mm -hmm. that are actually mounted on the on the wall and they pull down. I have seen fully collapsible ones that come in a. They come in a, a case that's portable and they go from the ground up and it, and it oh, just nice. like so you can actually pull it up. They're a little tricky depending on your camera, um, the distance of you to the camera and the distance of the camera to the screen, because if you don't have the angles right, you end up getting edges of the green screen, <clears> which you know, destroys the purpose. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to do well, it, lighting you have matters to do it. too. Lighting matters too. Like in my too. setup here, for too. a couple of reasons, I have my desk facing a wall and the, the windows are to my right and the lights are to my left. So I've got a lot of raking light 
I it wouldn't I would have to rearrange things in order to use a green screen because the shadowing and it, it wouldn't work that way. Well. And again, we are demonstrating um, the superiority of my setup because I have a generally isolated room. I have one window in front of me. And your windows me. are behind your monitor. They're right? behind my monitor, yeah. which means they're behind my camera, which means they're looking at yeah. my face. But on top of that, I actually went ahead you and invested better on, lighting. I have I have better yes. So I uh, I I got uh, LED panels mounted on my desk as well that are this is the uh, twitch streamer lighting panels and you know youtubers you see them in the background sometimes when they're doing those yeah. those little monologues and they you know conveniently show mm-hmm. you their their elite setups um it's those kinds of panels again super cheap about 200 bucks i did not spend a massive quantity of money the blue yeti not a lot of money 150 200 so you can i mean you spend a little bit like you said Spend super cheap, get cheap, spend, spend a some. little more spend and there's a sum, some, yeah. And you get a huge, there's a, I mean, the, the pound for pound there is, is, is mammoth. Yeah. So yeah, if you're especially given COVID and, uh, I, I did a write up in, uh, on my blog, uh, it's been a while, but I did a write up talking about how, um, things are going to change coming out of. COVID or how I expect them to change coming out of COVID. We're going to have ultimately more companies are going to be remote that weren't remote before. I think Twitter did that already. Like they full, they went hundred percent remote. They're not reopening. There's offices or something like that, for example. Anyway, um, this is a thing that you should spend some time on, regardless of where you're at in the organization. You can be a junior dev. This is a great way for you to stand out. And so it, it's worth taking some time. Okay, so all of that, all that premise to talk about how Chris completely foobarred his audio setup last week. Yeah, oh yeah. But I don't think, see, the things that you think you did. Okay, so talk about what you did. I don't think the things that what you changed, I'm not sure that the things you think broke it are what actually broke it. So what did you do? Well, let, so I've been I've been making gradual changes over the past few weeks. I would say I'm now about a month into making changes locally. One of the things we use Zoom to record the calls and uh, Zoom on Windows, and this is important on Windows, Zoom has options to disable their gating and compression and noise cancellation, you can remove all that stuff. cancel and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And so um, a few weeks back, I turned I'll turned all those things off or turned original sound on or whichever mm-hmm. way you want to, you know, if, if not, you know, um, right. So I, I turned that on a few weeks ago that, then that seemed to, that seemed to increase the quality a little bit. I was happy with that change. Um, and then a couple of weeks ago I introduced uh, so because we already have all the hardware, we have, you know, half decent microphones and so forth that really the rest, the only other setup we need to do all this fancy stuff is just some software. Um, so I have a software mixer. The thing that I changed last week is that I set a gate in my in my software mixer and i think that's what messed up the i think that's what did it because that was the only thing that i can think that i changed from two weeks ago to last week was that i added a gate in software mm-hmm. and i think the, i think the reason that matters is because uh when you do the audio production um when you do the the leveling and the uh compression mm-hmm. are you doing a step where you uh where you get like a uh, where you denoise the line right okay so uh, gating well kind of so gating for those of you who don't know is uh, chris is talking about noise gates and the the intent there is everything below a certain decibel level 
does not actually get cut out. up. It gets cut yeah. out. So while it's a filter, it's yeah. it, right. It only works while you're not talking. But for example, um, you may have just now, I, I think I, I heard it from, from Chris's side, you know, I heard a thing hit the ground there or it's coffee cup on the table. If Chris is not talking or I'm not talking and the gate activates and there's just that light little, you know, there's a little tap. I, I made it loud enough that you could hear it. But um, those those light noises, typing, things like that, they won't get picked up. And so it's a way yeah. to keep the audio track clean, cleaner. Yeah. And then it in between speech between so, so things speech. like right in the winter i have a little space heater i have a i have a mini fridge behind me maybe there's a, the air conditioners on or background hums things like that the gates are great at canceling that out while you're not talking while that's the only noise they're usually not loud and then you can adjust the gate you know a higher gate means it takes a higher a louder sound in order to actually peg through um you still hear all that stuff while you're talking though and so that's that I think becomes the issue when we when we produce um, the software is not able to establish a baseline on the background noise while I'm not talking. So it can't remove that from when I'm talking. And then when I talk, it gets it's it's just harder for well, it to you're do talking about two doing. different so tools. I've, you're talking about two different tools. Yeah. I mean, the noise gate only only turns the microphone on and off. That's all it does above and below a certain threshold. And then there are additional filters that you can use to remove that background noise um if i let me see here i don't know if i've got any uh all right so so check this out here here's here's an example i get it he's a badass okay you hear the hum in the background there while he's talking okay and then here's a here's the one that other people may have heard from other episodes super augmented silent and deadly I just might end up enjoying this. You see how there's no sound in the background there? Those are from the same. Those are from the same setting. One has that background filtered out. The other one does not. And that's that's just a different. But you need a you need a noise print. Right. But you right. You need a noise print. You need you need to you need to profile the noise while there's not Mm -hmm. something you care about. And when Mm -hmm. I have my gate enabled during recording, you can't get that. And so it can't get removed from when I'm talking. And then what you hear if you listen carefully, is when I talk, you'll hear fuzz come up as I start to speak and then fade back down. Well, that actually talking. Right. It could. So it could be the gate. I'm actually more suspicious of your compression settings for that. No, I didn't add any. Compression. You didn't do any compression. Okay. No, not at all. OK, because compression no, the only thing. The only thing I, I like I said, the only thing I added last week is uh, was a gate. And I think for whatever reason, I don't know if it's because of Zoom or because of my software, my mixer, or or if it was something in, in your post um, that just didn't, it didn't jive. So I'm really, I'm really curious to see how this comes out because. Um, well, I didn't change. I'm wondering now if I didn't, if it, you know, given the fact that you went with the raw audio, I'm wondering if, if it wasn't that your audio messed up, but I actually needed to add a step since you were going with the raw, I didn't do as much. I have my noise filtering. Uh, I, I have all of my posts. When after Zoom effects. was doing a bunch of magic Zoom real time, you didn't of, have to do as much to my audio. And I'm wondering if I didn't, if I could not have cleaned that yeah. up better because so I haven't touched you didn't audio do enough. <laughs> yeah, you didn't do your job. This is <laughs> this is not a surprise to me. I don't know why this is. So I, I I have not touched audio production since since college, but I'm really enjoying it. 
it's been really fun getting getting back to I always enjoyed this this stuff uh, yeah. audio AV editing is just it's so much fun um I've so been I playing f- with it I've been playing with it during meetings yeah I've been playing people <laughs> out and stuff like that and it's it's generally been well received <laughs> I did make a note though with my uh with my senior staff I this was like last week I guess on our management call I said look has it become annoying yet? Did I go too far? Because I've been telling my people for years <laughs> that I've wanted to do this. Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't trust myself with a soundboard. So if you ever find out that I installed a soundboard, just quit. Just prep your <laughs> resume because I'm going to make, I'm going to turn every meeting into a morning zoo. I, I cannot be trusted so, with this power. So over the last two weeks, Chris's entire department has just been rolling I've, out. Yes. His, yeah, churn rate is, of, his churn rate I have is through a, the roof. I have a ton of positions open, though, if you know anybody. Uh, <laughs> But I had a serious, I'm like, okay, I did this. Just, just gut check me if I've gone too far. And, and one person was brave enough to pipe up and said, uh, no, you haven't gone too far yet. Okay. Thank you for your, because he knows. I said, thank you for that. And I've been, you know, checking myself, but it's fun. And I also use it though, um, as practice. So I might record, I don't share these. I don't, I delete them afterwards, but I might record a meeting just so that I can do the post on it mm-hmm. so that I can learn, you know, learn that side of it. Um, mm-hmm. because for, for, for this, we've been, you've been doing the audio production and I do the, like the technical ops the of the site. site you've been doing the site stuff. Yeah. Um, and so I've just been really curious over the last, increasingly curious as time goes on to learn the other side of it, but just out because I'm a curious guy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's so. it, it it is fun. So I'm wondering if I could not have cleaned it up better. But that wasn't really it, background noise, as far as I could wasn't tell. The main what, issue. That it wasn't was the main issue. That wasn't the main issue. Sound quality, which is why I was thinking the compression was was actually the, I didn't the have, issue. I didn't have. I didn't have. You're saying you don't have, have any compressors. Compression. So I have yeah. no. I, I, at this point, I have no idea. I have no idea yeah. whatsoever. Um, so, but one thing I have added um, after that, you know, because you and I talked, one of the things I've added is a. Um, to my incoming audio setup is a hard limiter. A hard limiter means that anything above a certain decibel level, it just it just knocks it off and pushes it back down so that the decibels stay no. close. So if you hear, uh, you know, when you hear us laughing, for example, sometimes that volume goes higher. But as a listener, you're not going to get that higher volume because right. the, the software we don't want to blow pushes, you out of your driver. We're not blowing. We actually try and I, I do a lot of I spend a lot of time getting things so that it's all even so that you're getting things yeah. at a consistent level. And so I have a hard limiter now on the incoming track because one of the things I was doing in post was I was identifying, especially on my side, because I'm not using Zoom, so it's more raw. And I was getting these spikes where I would laugh or I might shift and I might get closer to the microphone and do things like that. And I had to go in and post and clean that up so that it would be nice and tight and level. Now with a hard yeah, limit, knock down, on, knock down all of your shrill peaks. Right. Yeah. Right. So I'm, it's, you know, there's, there's two levels to it. There's, there's what's happening in real time as we record. And then there's what, what we do in, in post. And what I have, I'm proud I, of you for not stooping to my level. I'm what, sorry to interrupt your thing here, but I just, I just took a dig and you stayed the high road and you ignored <laughs> it. I'm proud of you for that. So what I am, what I'm going to continue to ignore you because it's, I'm just really good at it at this point. <laughs> well, now it's established. It's a, <laughs> so now what it's I am learning is that the, you know, that as you move higher end in this world, more and more of the stuff that you do, that you can do in post with a recording, you do in real time as yeah. it's being captured. And yeah. that's really, that's the shift in, um, cost in equipment complexity because you have more hardware 
actually processing things in real time as you capture it because it has to be done in real time. You've got to basically, you know, you don't want yeah. to delay on that line. Um, and, but it's cool. It's it, it it's neat. You don't to get started, though. You don't need any of this crap. Go buy a no. Blue Yeti less than 200 bucks. Uh, I do recommend a shock mount just because it's easier. That's the thing where the microphone is suspended. It looks like it's got that that ring, the halo around it. That's where the shock mount is. The nice thing about that is it keeps the microphone from shaking. So you don't get a lot of noises in the right. in the microphone when you're moving. There's somebody you touch somebody the I work with. Yeah, somebody I work with uh, actually bought a, a blue on on my recommendation, and uh, I can tell does not have a shock mount. This person has a habit of uh, playing the piano on their desk. You know, when they're making a point, they kind of like they kind of like tap the desk mm-hmm. with their fingers mm-hmm. out, and I can tell when they're doing it because they don't have a shock mount on the <laughs> mic. And even when they're not in the office, I, because I. I worked with this person in the office. I know their mannerisms. They're doing that at home on their desk. And I can tell because I can hear them mm-hmm. hitting the desktop with their fingertips because they don't have the. Sh- so the shock mount helps with that shock mount. The shock mount helps with that. Uh, and then or if you see. bump your desk with your chair, any any of those little, you know, yep. knocking sounds, it, it just it takes some of the some of the uh, bumps out. And then, I mean, the other the other thing I'll, I would say, uh, keep it between eight to ten inches from your face. Don't you you don't want to be you don't want to be right up on the microphone. You you want to have some some space there. Uh a windscreen so that you don't get a lot of and you don't get a lot of uh what we call plosives, the popping sounds, pop filters. Um a windscreen will Yeah, I notice I notice you have uh I notice you 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 actually put a pop filter on. I I have a, a discrete pop a windscreen and a pop filter. I didn't I didn't use the pop filter because I don't feel that adds adds much value in, in my setup. I I I added it because I was honestly the first couple episodes we recorded I was catching myself doing plosives and so I was looking to add an extra layer but I know full well that a lot of that happen is the it's the speaker's responsibility to talk at the proper distance. And the other thing, too, is not talking straight on at the microphone They you want it off to the side so that the the wind from the plosive yeah. doesn't actually hit the microphone, because that's what it is. It's not actually a close sound enough, that you're making. Close it's the enough, sound so, coming from yeah. your lips. It's the wind from your lips. It, yeah, close enough. Uh, it's, it's essentially like a sonic boom, a mini sonic boom, and that disrupts the condenser in the mic. That's what that's what mm-hmm. creates that sound you don't want. And so you want to be you want to be close enough. And and direct enough into the microphone that you're getting the best voice quality, mm-hmm. but far enough and at enough of an angle so that those plosives don't go straight into the mm-hmm. into the mic. Yeah, um, there's a little little bit of art, a little bit of science. There's a um, li- yeah, and there, it, but, it, it's it's practice. I mean, but there are a couple, yeah. there are a handful of but little honestly, things that you do with, that make a with big a difference. webcam with a webcam mic and Audacity, which is which is open source software. You can get started on this stuff. It's not. You can. Not yeah, a, you can. Yeah, you 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 have you have to spend zero dollars to get into this. Um, just to but get you'll started. notice podcast. Man, people take podcasts way. Oh my gosh, way too seriously. This like dead room NPR sound. I feel it's it's nice. <laughs> I don't I don't hate listening to it. Um, but I don't if if I hear a podcast that is not that produced, I don't care. Like this man, it's is a podcast. NPR. It's not a. It's not an. Yeah, it's not a it's not like an HBO show or something like that. I'm not watching a Marvel movie. It doesn't have to have it's a podcast, man. Like, don't take yourself too seriously. Yeah, you I mean, you want to there's a like anything there is you go super cheap. You recognize super cheap. You do a little bit of work 
and it immediately pushes you 80% of the way. That last 20, you will steadily increment over your over your lifetime of of improvement you know but it's also but it's also just because you can because there are about five percent of your users that will stay or leave because your audio production quality is is too high or too low right it's the content it nobody is gives, no, nobody gives a rip how it's well, like I mean, as long as you're not it sounds too as long bad. as you're not as long as you're not blowing people out of their driver's seat while they're going to the, on their commute or uh or or breaking their eardrums while they're running with the little right. earpods in or whatever um, as long as it's listenable, that's the bar. And that bar is really low to get it listenable. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it's a podcast, man. Nobody cares. Yeah. Uh, that's my attitude. Anyway. No, I agree. I, I agree. And for and for people who are getting into this like we did initially just to be just to have a stronger digital presence in meetings, most of that doesn't matter at all. You know, some basic, excuse me, some basic positioning, some basic configuration, and you're good to go. You don't need any equipment beyond the microphone itself. There are, you can go with, you know, XLR, uh, you know, analog cables and get your own external compressor and, you know, do all those kinds of things. You don't need any of that stuff to get started. You can get a a simple high end, quote unquote, high end. USB yeah. microphone and you're you're good to go. Well, and the reality is your conversation partner is coming in over Zoom or Skype or something, and there's a limit to the quality the- you're going to get out of that out of that anyway. Um, and I've 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 actually I've deleted podcasts that was just one guy monologuing because it's so boring. Like it's you gotta so be, hard to do that. You well. got to be good at it. You got to oh be my really gosh. good at it, it. You just you sound like a quack. I, I don't care what you're. <laughs> you could be talking about chess strategies or the weather or current events it doesn't matter you just sound uh you sound like you're wearing a tinfoil hat living out of an airstream on the side of a mountain with a bunch of radio equipment on the roof it's It's just it doesn't it it's so boring oh my god i I can't do it well i i I mean i don't speak in absolutes there are it is a unique and rare talent to be able to do that and you're right most people who try it I think if I tried it myself too, I would I would have the same problem. It sounds yeah. it sounds crazy. It it, yeah. it you it doesn't have enough it doesn't have enough emotion. It doesn't. It's really hard to speak with enough confidence and authority by yourself to convey that message to the audience member to whom you're speaking that a can't respond and you know b can't actually talk back can't can't contribute because you're having a yeah. you're it's you're having a conversation where you don't get to talk <laughs> that's that's well, what's happening it, no it's i think it's more about the, just the, just how static it comes off right if you have a, if you have a two-way conversation then it's dynamic right it keeps as a listener it keeps you on your toes there's different mm-hmm. ideas different points of view there's disagreements there's you know there's tangible there's kind of if it's just you then it's just a one way street and it's it's uh, it's it's hard to follow. It's the the one notable exception I will make, um, I, I listen to more than a couple podcasts uh, on the subject of history. Um, and there it's it's one guy talking and then reading quotes, um, maybe playing a clip like that. That were for some reason, I've history seems to be a good uh, a good uh, monologue. You can do it. You can do that with history. Um, but I've yeah, listened I to those. I don't know if it's history. I, I think I think it's the I think it's the additional media. I think it's the fact that he's quoting stuff. And more importantly, the fact that he's playing clips. 
because it introduces the the ones I listen to. There might be a clip once in a while, but it's because you're talking about history. There's no clip from, you know, the Byzantine era. Right. It's 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 mostly red. Is there a background Um, audio track? Is there is there no is there background music? No. Okay. No, no. Okay. Okay. So maybe you're right. Personal bias. Yeah, you might. Yeah, that's that's that could that could be true. Um, So, uh, yeah, get a microphone. I think that's. Buy an external dedicated microphone. If you do nothing you know else today to improve yourself, and I'm I'm going to use this as our as our pick. No, that's going to be our pick. Yeah, yeah. and we'll link it. The Blue Yeti. Get the get the Blue Yeti. Super augmented, silent, and deadly. I just might end up enjoying this. Or anything else that looks good under two hundred bucks. You don't need to spend a crap ton of money yeah. to do it. You know, I was thinking about you. You were you were giving the history lesson. I'm not sure who bought it first. I thought I did. We should go back through our Amazon purchase history and see who actually got it first. So it would be well, interesting. I see why we need to make it into a competition. But uh, we well, I, you, I you, mean, did, you introduced I mean, me. Of course I need to make it into a competition. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay, what we here do. we go. You, so you, you, def, you introduced me to the, the quiet comforts. I know that for sure because you yeah. had them when we first, when we first met, met. You had when them coming met. into the door. Um, and it took you, I think one day you, like, you went to lunch, you're like, Hey, you can use these for what, you know, while I'm at lunch, if you want to try them out. Mm-hmm. And then I went up buying a pair like the next That's day. Right. Um, That's right. I remember so that. <laughs> you would, you had found, you had found the quiet comforts first. Um, yeah. doesn't matter. I, I, we'll look, so, so I pulled, so, I mean, if we don't have an answer to today, we'll, we'll have it next week, but I, I pulled mine up. I ordered my first Yeti on July 29th of 2015. That's when I first got my my Yeti. Really? Yeah. At least I think so. Uh, I don't think that was my second one. I no, I have my first replacement ear cushion. Oh wait, that's for Bose. Hang that's on. That's for Bose. We're talking about the Yetis. For, yeah, I should be looking for Yeti. No, that's only on Amazon. Maybe the, I bought the first one from Best Buy, in which case I won't have it the date? here. That seems late. That seems too what late. What was the date? July 29th, 2015. Oh, July 27th, 2015. Oh. I beat you by two days. Chris wins. On the Chris 29th, wins. on the 29th, I bought the shock mount, which I think you had found first. I bought, but, right, so I I bought think, both at once. I think I got you. the mic. I mm-hmm. think I introduced the mic. And then when you bought it, you bought it with some extra kit. And then I wound mm-hmm. up getting the kit too. Yeah. Okay, well, that one goes to that one goes to Chris. That does as expected. I should not have opened my mouth. That'll teach me. That'll teach me to open my mouth. Do you know? I I heard something interesting that uh, we you were talking about having the camera on all the time. Uh, Mm -hmm. I was on a call with a vendor and the vendor had their camera off and they said that they had their camera off because that day was cameras off day for that company. And I thought. First of all, really? Salespeople too? What the hell is this? And se- second of all, the hell is this? And what I what I found, I did some quick research and I found that some companies, especially those that went from in-person to remote, are some people are having difficulty with that transition of being on camera all the time. I mean, I'm doing yeah. air quotes around that because you know, oh, it's not- it's Zoom fatigue. Zoom I've fatigue. Yes, too. that's yeah. the other term I found. So Zoom yeah, fatigue. I've seen this coming up, and and, and so I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm and I'm thinking, is this really a thing that because 
I well, we have been on camera for literally years doing these these yeah. things, and I have never felt Zoom fatigue. I have felt I don't want to be in a meeting with this person right so now. So there are. I actually had a conversation about this with somebody the other day because I heard uh, not this exactly, but I heard something similar with this, and I had questions. Um, what I have discovered, <laughs> what I've learned. Um, there are two things that seem to be credible contributors to this phenomena. Okay. One is apparently when you are on camera with Zoom or anything else, you usually see yourself as one of the windows or a little yes. window in the side. Yes. Apparently, this is like psychologically distracting or distressing to some people where they they actually like they they don't like looking at themselves. It makes them self-conscious. It's, you know, whatever the psychology is. You're picking is, out your flaws. Oh, my gosh. Look at that giant book right, hanging out of my nose. That kind of thing. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, sorry about that, Frank. I apologize. Um, <clears throat> oh, no. Crap. That's my nose. Hold on. <laughs> Um, so I, 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 am hearing, and I don't want to discount, like if somebody's got, you know, if that's, if that's distressing to somebody, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not poking fun at you. Um, you got a booger hanging out, you know, I make fun of you. Yeah, I mean, somebody that. should fine. tell you. That's a choice, you. right? That's bat, a choice. You got bat. red hair. That's not a choice. I'm not going to make fun. Of you. you got a booger hanging out that you chose that. So <laughs> that's fine. Um, but apparently this is something that's, that's causing fatigue for some people that, and I think it's just because they're not used to it and they're not thinking about it and, you know. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it, cause I, I made the point, um, I made the point in that meeting that I think everybody, now that we're all, uh, zoom all the time, we have the ability to easily record ourselves speaking. And I think this is a valuable tool to anybody that wants to improve their, you said meeting presence and their professional image and brand mm-hmm. record yourself in a natural conversation, like a zoom call. And then at least a day later, you gotta sleep on it mm-hmm. at least one day later play it back and listen to it somewhere else and you will be disgusted. First of all, you will hate. First of all, you'll be disgusted because you're a disgusting, filthy person. No. And also, uh, also you, I hate my stupid voice. Oh, I'm so yes, that's stupid. The, the first voicey. thing you'll notice is that you hate your voice because for however many years you've been alive, you've been hearing it through your own head. You hear your voice differently than filtered. everybody else. Yeah, it's filtered because of how ears and sound works. Um, so you're not used. It's not that you hate it. It's that you're not used to hearing it outside of your own body. So get over that and deal with it. Be ready for it. The second thing you're going to notice instantly is how many crutch words and verbal tics yes. you have. Yes. And it will drive. You will not be able to speak intelligently for a week. <laughs> because you're going to be in your own head trying to pre-filter all your ums and likes and ahs and ums and everything, whatever your brand of verbal tick is, you're going to drive yourself mad trying to eliminate it. But eventually, you'll be able to eliminate it. And then, again, it's, it's, it's the evolution on your personal brand when you're talking a lot every day. It is a helpful tool. Yeah, it's I a good thing. I think the video thing. is the same thing. I think the video is the same thing. Uh, it's just... It's a little more obvious, and I think people aren't ready for it. They don't realize what's happening, um, and so I think it's just a growing pain. But I don't. The other thing is, and I will say, um, I don't want, uh, I don't want to appear anything ist, but I have heard uh, many times now in many different meetings um, that women. They they have more of a, 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 a women are more naturally inclined for the self con- for that self conscious exactly reaction. to be self conscious yes. yeah, because yeah, yeah, we yeah. have a, a cruddy society and so uh, women especially in the earlier part of the day 
maybe they, you know, they haven't gotten themselves together yet and they feel self-conscious about coming on camera. Whereas, and this is what I'm hearing. This is not my attitude, but as for a guy, oh, you just throw on a t-shirt and a baseball cap and you're ready to go. Mm-hmm. There's some truth to that, of course, but um, I've heard a little bit of resistance there um, that makes in that sense. regard as well. So no, those, no, for those two too. reasons, and I'm not saying a guy can't care about his looks. Like I, I go in, I don't care if I'm, if I'm working or not. First thing I get up, I get a shower, I put on a nice shirt and I come to work because that's that's part of my mental hygiene routine to -hmm. get myself mentally. It's part of my priming to be ready for work is that I'm put I'm put together. Um, But I know a buddy of mine, he works, you know, he works in sweatpants until noon, uh, takes a long lunch break to uh, to cycle. He's got an indoor bike and then gets a shower and then he's dressed for the second half of the day because that's when he works out. And, you know, why get a shower and then work out three hours later? So. I'm, you know, um, but those, those were the, so you talk about the, the cameras off day and why would you even need that? I think those are the two things okay. in my mind that, that would contribute. And also back to, this is the point I wanted to make earlier of, uh, if you take the time to have good audio quality and a nice background on your video, then people notice, and it can be a thing that you can be proud yes. of. If you have like a dirty kitchen island or a messy closet or a toddler streaking across the background because you don't have you haven't done any of that, nobody cares. Like this is this is a case study where it doesn't go both ways. Nobody cares. Everybody's at home. Everybody knows that your house is dirty. Your kids are a mess and it's home, right? It's chaos. Nobody's judging you because you have a mess behind you on camera. I care more about seeing you. And being able to interact with the full bandwidth of visual communication than I do about what your background looks like. So in my personal opinion, uh, you can you can spend the time to make yourself look and sound nice and that helps you. There's no detriment if you don't do that. And 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 I think some of the zoom, some of the self-conscious, some of the video off day is just the self-consciousness about what's behind them. Um, particularly when you have somebody on the team who has a nice setup and is routinely on camera. It's the same thing with social media. We're constantly judging the worst of ourselves against the best curated, filtered version of everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not necessarily healthy. Uh, and I think that's I think that's part of it, too. But I wanted to be on record saying nobody gives a rip. Just I, I would I would much prefer a messy background than your headshot, you know, because you don't have your camera on. I, w- I will agree with a stipulation that. It's it just like if just like if you spend super cheap, you you get super cheap. There is a threshold that the there is a basement level threshold here where enough of that stuff and it is recognizable and it is noticeable. So if you are clearly slovenly, if you have a dog and a cat and a baby and some and your and your roommate you know walks past in a towel and there's piles of dishes in the background if you have enough of those negative dings they absolutely do add up and make a negative impression what the point you're trying to make and I agree is the th- that threshold is a lot higher than what most people would probably think you know yeah that's, and compa- what that's I say where you don't need a clean background Something that looks like it's a show house for right. a realtor. Exactly. That's, yeah. You do not need that level. Yeah. You know, 
if there's if there's literally a hand smear of blood on the wall behind you, like, yeah, <laughs> I, that might stick out to me. OK, that's a fair point. I mean, case, um, case in point, I've got right now. In if my there's back- a dirty litter box in the background, like, OK, you're, you're making a good point that it's it's not completely there's that a- easy. What I'm all I mean to say is you don't need to have the it's oh, it's a low that? threshold. It's a low, low. Threshold. Yeah, it's a really, really low threshold. It is. It's, it is. it's much lower than what you might think it is. And honestly, most plate. Well, I mean, at least with my company and me personally, I love the the personal intrusion. I love seeing um, I love seeing babies. I love seeing. Yeah, I, I love seeing cats. I love when the cats photobomb and they just march their butts right across yep. the camera or they get just the tail, <laughs> just the tail yep. hopping around the, the shark. Yeah, the shark tail, just like a shark the, fin. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Through the through the screen. That stuff is great because it humanizes yeah. people and it shows more yeah. of who they are as an individual, which is great. Most times you at work, you're getting the professional facade and it's nice to to humanize yourself and well, this your is the reason. And this is important. the reason that happy hours and off sites yep. and work uh, picnics and things like that. This is the reason they're valuable is because you humanize everybody and you see a different side of them and it it contributes to you rounding them out as a person, which contributes to everybody's ability to empathize with them as a person and not a professional automaton. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's why like yeah. my, I might once in a while, my kids barge. I got three kids. They barge in while I'm in the office, while I'm on because ca- I'm on camera. Um. And I don't hide it. Like if they're yelling about something, I'll mute myself and then deal with that and then come back. Uh, but if they like if they come over and hover right next to my elbow on camera, I don't try to like shove them away. I'm like, hey, dude, what's up? What do you need? OK, go get it. And then I'm back to my call. And and I do that. I could lock my my office door locks from the inside. Um I don't know what that says about me. Uh, I could I could lock my office door and just bar them from barging in. Right. But part of that is intentional. Or I could I could catch them when they're not on camera yet and click my ca- I have a keyboard shortcut to disable my my um, my camera, whatever, whatever meeting software I'm using. I could do that. I intentionally let that stuff in to lead by example, to demonstrate that this is OK. We don't have to fear this. Um, mm-hmm. And as a leader, I think that yeah. I think that kind of stuff is is important. It is. It absolutely is. Um <laughs> So, okay, so we actually, we, we talked a little podcast shop and actually made yeah. it useful. So that's nice. Maybe. I, um, Maybe. So one other, one other thing before we, we got a few minutes here before we wrap up. So yeah. um, I, uh, I am the, uh, I'm a fortunate recipient of the uh, COVID vaccine. I just got my oh, first yeah. round yesterday. Yep. So, um, yeah. Uh, I go Tuesday. Nice. First. Nice. Yeah. So wh- what's your excuse? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the, the health they have been the, for like a f- for many weeks now, I have been getting uh, notices from the local health system that, hey, schedule your thing. And now this is overdue. And, you know, when you get something overdue, they harass you about it through the app. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they've been bugging me. And, and uh, um, so finally, I, I talked about it with my wife and my attitude was. Like, I'm not due yet. I'm a reasonably healthy middle-aged guy. Like, I, there's no reason for me to, to, to need this now as opposed to, you know, whenever in the schedule I thought I belonged. Right. Um, but uh, the, so the rules are changing as the rollouts. And, and um, I think they're not getting, they're not filling all the spots. And that's a, I don't, I don't know why, honestly. Okay. Um, all right. That was so. one of the things I wanted to talk about because I, um, 
So my my brother had qualified because mm-hmm. his BMI was too high. But BMI So that he's he's that's interesting because that, that was my wife's my what that was my wife's first theory. Uh based on BMI, I'm just a shred into overweight. And technically not obese, but overweight is listed as a risk factor. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm just like I'm just a lazy slob. I just have like a gut that's been growing because I haven't been on my bike and I've been eating too many cookies. Like, what do you want from well, me? And my um, and for me, it's the I haven't had that. Pro- I mean, I've I've I've, I've always had. I, I'm probably dad bod. This is probably where I'm at. Like, it's it's not it's not a it's not a real pouch. But I mean, I'm not rocking a six pack either. I'm like, I'm not going to be on no. a Marvel movie in spandex or anything like no. that. Um, but. Uh, you could come here in spandex. If you cr- to. I, that, that's no. Ew. Gross. No. <laughs> you had to make it weird. Yeah. Marvel reference. You had to make it weird. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, I um, I did a quick BMI calculation. And according to BMI, I have a 31, which is, I, I don't know, overweight or obese oh, yeah. or something like that. But the thing yeah. is, I don't, I don't have that. I, I am. I'm, I've always been a pretty, you know, muscular guy i've got a decent you know i'm I'm fairly barrel chested overall i have really thick legs i i work out four times a week doing high intensity interval training so do you want to drop so, at the end of the show do you want me to link your tinder profile like no. what are you fishing for here <laughs> my point is i'm healthy that's my point yeah. bmi is a garbage indicator i think because it's way too uh one dimensional to make any kind of true assessment but in this case i went BMI 31, I qualify. Heck yes. Stick that needle in me. It was an excuse for me to go and get it. Now, here's the thing. I say all of that to say this. I I, I qualified according to what I read there. I was like, okay, I've got my, I have my thing. I'm going to go and get this taken care of. So I go and find a local, uh, Mm -hmm. a local place and I sign up and I do the form and all that kind of stuff. And do you know how many questions they asked about my risk factors and and all that stuff? And what I quote? Let me guess. Let me guess. Absolutely goose egg. Zero. Didn't even come up in the conversation. And so I'm not suggesting that people should lie and I'm not suggesting that they should do those kinds of things. However, I am dubious that everyone who's involved in this whole scheme doesn't know what's going on. Like it's a secret to everyone kind of thing. Like, yeah, we're well, going to so set my these wife, rules, but we're not going to actually enforce these rules. You know what I so mean? So my wife's a little bit of a nerd with medical history. And she pointed out that uh, I believe it was polio. So everybody wants to think that, oh, we're wearing masks and this is. A- yeah, this has no, never happened uh, before. This has never happened. Yeah, this is, is unprecedented is garbage, right? in human history, yeah. Chris. Yeah. yeah. We no, are. It's, we it's are garbage. unique. <laughs> and we just lost, you know, we are we are at the tail end, unfortunately, of losing the generation that could have told us all about how we were masking up every summer because of polio back in the 40s and all mm-hmm. of this kind of right. Mm-hmm. And her point was that back then we just had mass vaccination centers that were coordinated by, you know, I don't know, CDC or whoever it was, whatever it was um, at the time. Yeah, you just you go up, you get your vaccine, you leave. And it, it wasn't all this uh, complicated, like tiering of one A, one B, not saying that's bad, but um, the idea being that there's. There's some degree of overcomplication that might be at play here in terms of trying to schedule things where you now have this high risk category that I or you or me should not be in. Right. We're getting close to the point in Pennsylvania where it's like, oh, IT workers are included because of whatever. It's like, all right, that's a that's yeah, I, I sit exactly. at my desk like, and I, I type like emails all day. A, yeah, I feel like Come you're reaching on, a, 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 a ludicrous the, risk the, of nuance, yeah, nuance yeah. here. Um, so but but. 
what did it for me, okay, they keep hassling me about it, and, and my wife, again, came up with this BMI theory. Um, okay, so I'm, I'm able to get it, but should I? Right? Do I really need to be there versus my grandparents as somebody who's actually in a high-risk category? What did it for me? I clicked through just to look at the schedule, and there were a hajillion openings every day. Oh, man. And I said, okay. If it were the case where they sent me this and I don't feel like I really need to have it before anybody else and there weren't anything for the next four weeks, that tells me that there's high demand and there are other people that need it and I'm just going to wait. But at the point where I have the pick of literally any day or time I want tells me they've got more vaccine than they have people signing up for it. And so, okay, why not take a slot? Because why not? Right. My wife's got it because she's healthcare. We have we have an infant in the house probably not unwise to get it and so um yeah i've got two so small that children that are both uh yeah. they're they're both in school um mm-hmm. my wife's in in healthcare as well so she was able to she was able to get it so yes i i, I if, if if there's availability i i i see your point there's also just the sheer the simple fact that everyone's going to need to do it or a vast majority of us are going to need to do it in order for this thing to get wiped out. And honestly, I'm ready to go back to normal freaking life. I'm ready to yeah. not to not have to wear masks and do the socially distanced thing. I want to go to a ball game. I want to go to a movie theater. And my part in getting us there is getting this vaccine so we can all just go back to freaking normal. Yeah. You know, for me, for me, we had a scare. We had a covid scare with my daughters, the middle child, uh, about a month and a half ago. Um, she was exposed at, at school. I've had so four, test, but go ahead. Te- oh my gosh. Okay. So you're, you're already there. Uh, the yeah. test, test came back negative, uh, but we still had to do the Q thing and all yep. this kind of stuff. And yep. it, we realized we didn't really have a plan for like, okay, if one of the kids gets exposed, what do we do with the other two? What do we do with us? How do we arrange the house to like, we, we realized we were just flat footed. We didn't have a plan. Um, what I, what I realized was, okay, part of what motivated me to go and look at the schedule in the first place was. Okay, she's already got it because she's healthcare. If I've got it too, it makes that situation because we may not have vaccines for all the kids for another year or more, year and a half. At Um, least. It makes it easier. It makes it a lot easier to manage the household when we've got a kid with it if that happens, if both of us are already vaccinated. And so um that was that was the thing that we we had considered as well, just ease of of um managing that situation. Exactly. That's a that's a good uh that's a good explanation too. But again, I, I just have, I just have this sneaking suspicion that all these rules are getting laid down and maybe somebody or, or some group at the top is, is, you know, you know, maybe Fauci's over there railing about how important the, the, you know, this, this hierarchy is, but everyone else, you know, on down is just going, yeah, okay, whatever next. <laughs> and just, and just, <laughs> and just knocking them out and just it, because you know, we have we covered we have already we had a we had a period where we covered the most vulnerable, you know, the 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 senior citizens and, and they went first. And I thought that was absolutely right. And now it's everybody else. Let's just get everybody else done who is, yeah. you know, an adult, because I know there's a cutoff, you know, for for for, you know, child and adult. Let's just get all the adults done and let's just get this freaking over with. Let's just let's just move on. <laughs> well, there were problems. So so to make this about technology, there were issues in uh, in Philadelphia County because they had, OK, here's your sign up link. And then they wouldn't ask you any qualifying questions. And they were getting people from an hour away 
going to Philadelphia to get the shot because the link let them sign up because the info system that was managing the schedule wasn't advanced enough to be able to either A, ask for or B, validate that the people who were signing up during 1A were actually in 1A. Mm -hmm. Um, And so this went on for quite a while until finally they, I think it's not that they finally caught on, it's that they finally were able to solve the problem. Um, And there were some folks, not immediate connections of mine, but I've heard stories uh, where folks you you know tried to sign up, were able to sign up, and then got a rejection some days later. They said, "No, you're, you're you don't live here, or right, you're not high risk." Um, and so there was this race where the the info system being used to manage this was just not capable of mm-hmm. of discerning. And so there are a whole pile of people that got in that technically shouldn't have. Um, but I guess I guess ultimately, again, for me, while there are still open slots, clearly there's no, there's not a a, a clamoring that takes you above capacity. Right. So sure, if I'm able, I'll go get it. And then I don't have to worry. Yeah. About and, it. And, and, and the but other we're only we're only a couple of weeks from general availability anyway. So it's not like anybody at this point is really right. skipping a line. Right. You know, by a major degree. Yeah, it's and and really, the even the people who skip the line, you've got a there's a zero sum argument. OK, well, if this person got it, then there was another person who was high risk who didn't get it. That is entirely possible. Fully, fully granting that. OK, however. The person got a vaccine. It's it's only progressing us in the right direction. So it's not like it's not like I win, you lose out again outside of, you know, if this person got it versus yeah. this person didn't. OK, I'm fully acknowledging that. But outside yeah. of that, we're still moving ourselves as yeah, the a society, goal, as many people this, as soon as possible, as many people as soon right, as possible. Right. So, yeah, yeah, your behavior was kind of that's, that's kind of douchey behavior, but. Yeah, well, but if you're talking have, about you know. somebody that's being non-compliant with respect to vaccination, you you only have to assume that they are being non-compliant in other areas as well, True. which necessarily puts them in a higher risk category for transmission mm-hmm. to those mm-hmm. who are in actual high risk categories for severe disease. Right. Um, and so you can play, I think, you know, like anything, you can you can eth- you can play with the ethics as much as you want. But, yeah. Uh, we're moving towards general availability and. uh that seems to be a good thing, I guess. I'm yeah. told. I don't yeah, know. I think so. Um, so next week, I want to. I'm going to tease. Oh, uh, okay. I want to do a little talk about licensing next week because I've learned okay. some stuff recently. All uh, right, it's been pretty valuable. All right, what do you uh, licensing? Software licensing. Software licensing. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yep. All right. So that's on my mind. It's been on my mind, so I'm cool. leaving it here to. Because I've been wanting to talk about that for a couple of weeks, I'm I'm leaving it here to. Uh, bind myself to actually doing it i've got some i've got some thoughts on that that i can share probably i don't even know what you're talking about i'm pretty sure there's things there we can yammer about well there's frank's mo he has no idea what's going on but he wants to talk about <laughs> but it. he'll open his damn mouth he's, about it he's gonna he's gonna run <laughs> flap his gums <laughs> he will ruminate he he knows him some ruminations <laughs> all right well this has been uh this has been another compelling episode of the refactored podcast my name is Chris Tonkinson. And my name is Frank Cole. Uh, you can find us, show notes, archives at refactored.work. Please hit us up, feedback at refactored.work. Your thoughts, your comments, your questions, your hate mail. Um, it's our goal here to suck a little less every day. We certainly sucked at the intro, and now I'm botching the <laughs> outro, so that's just... April we're real fools. people. We have flaws. What do you? April Fools. Yeah, we'll just say April Fools. April Fools. Do over. Mulligan. We can write it all off. Yeah, Mulligan. Exactly. <laughs>
So next week will be episode 15B. <laughs> you didn't even get the number right. It's uh, 16. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, this is it. What a crap show. All right. We're cutting it off. Thank you very much, Frank. Later.